Welcome back to another episode of High Minded with McCarter, featuring my co-host, SK. Hey, everyone. What's up? In this episode, we interview Kip and Chris of Stoned Appetit out of Denver, Colorado, where they cover all things food, booze, and bud. And we also talk a lot about what being Cali sober is, since that's what SK and I identify as. Kip brought his bottle of red wine and he was saying that he, well, all four of us at the table actually have all gotten DUIs. Yes, so. um, We got to talk about that, that was fun. Yeah, and other experiences uh, with police uh, in this episode. We talked about a lot of other stuff too, but enjoy the episode. Thanks so much for tuning in and be sure to like, rate, subscribe, follow, whatever, all that jazz um, and say hi. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, guys. Welcome Um, welcome to High Minded with McCarter and SK. We're super excited to have the boys from Stoned Appetit here, Kip and Chris. Welcome to the pod. Thank you, ladies. We're fired up to be here. We're super excited to talk about obviously getting stoned, using cannabis, um, using other plant medicines as well, um, and then just wherever it takes us, really. I started the podcast because I feel like cannabis just, you know, you can get to know people better when you're like... Sharing a bowl, sharing a joint, you know, like we, I want to get to the the meat of the conversation. I don't like the fluffer shit. So I want to go deep. Deep like, into what? Oh, well, for starters, um, Sarah and I met because we both got a DUI last year. And We've all been there. We met right. in our group therapy class. Ooh, nobody wow. in my group therapy class was cool. <laughs> so, are we, if we're going deep into DUI law, yes, no, we can. We're going That's deep. A, we're all very well so, versed in this. It sounds like, yeah. Well, especially fucked, you were so. like, I'm bringing a bottle of wine. And I was like, well. Sarah's sober. Yeah. I just got back into California sober drinking, Cal- which we're going to talk about <laughs> yeah, California totally. sober. Yeah. We're going to talk about Cali sober, what that's about. Fiona yeah. Apple is actually California sober. So wow. already. Uh, Who knew? Yeah. I just uh, read a whole thing. But <laughs> um, but we're going to start from the top, actually. Y'all are both from the South. <clears throat> when and why did you start smoking weed? And what was that like? If you if it was in the South or if it was in Denver, you know, yeah, and where are y'all from? When did you move? Oh, uh, yeah, so the quick rundown for yeah. your listeners. Do a rundown. Uh, my name's Kip Wilson. Uh, I'm from Jackson, Mississippi originally, but grew up between there and Louisiana and the Gulf Coast area, just kind of with family all over the place. Uh, moved out here in 2010, or no, 11, excuse me, August of 11, now here 10 years. First time getting high, it was a church retreat, Amazing. and I got narked yes. out by somebody else in the group. That got high, like said, oh, uh, like they caved. They're like, and we're so, high. No, they caved. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> totally that. classic. Oh, and so like six of us all got in trouble. And we had to tell our parents. Oh, that. no. And I wow. don't even, I remember being like, I don't even think I got high, dad. And he was like, I think he was kind of like, kids will be kids and such. Yeah. So yeah. church camp or something, church like <laughs> tr- retreat. I love that. Oh, nice. So yeah. How six, old were you though? Fifth, 14. Okay. 
probably Same. sales eighth grade. So, yes. You know, okay, I, I yeah. couldn't drive yet. But you, know, Same. I mean, you were stealing your mom's Virginia Slims and Budweiser's out of the fridge. You know, I kind of see it in that same parallel, obviously, yeah. in, in this day and age, but no one did at that time. But, yeah, totally. You know, they didn't care. Especially but, in the South. Yeah, like filling water in the vodka bottle. Like, not, oh, that's knew. a classic move. I feel like church retreats in the South were a commonplace for... Parents sent us there weed. because somebody else was watching us because we yeah. weren't well enough to be watched, like to be left alone. No. Like we couldn't be left alone, so they mm -hmm. sent you to church events. Yeah. But it was like you you had less supervision at the church camps because that's where everyone like, like it's like finger banging. Lost, yeah, yeah, like yeah. lost their virginity, yeah. or like smoked weed for the first time. Like that's the place. It's like what? Like why are these church grounds like breeding this devilish behavior? Because all these mm. kids that probably do need Jesus are just hanging out with each other and going for the camaraderie. It's, and that's how I fell in love with Colorado. We were taking like those big ass buses through the night. You would drive through the night on a bus and you would wake up in Winter Park or in Steamboat. So we grew up skiing out here and in New Mexico. Oh, nice. And so we fell in love with it. Uh, but yeah, it's all just a bunch of deviant kids with a little bit of their parents' money, which goes a long way at church camps and such. You can yep. bring a little weed and it goes far, you know? Yeah. I definitely relate to that. What about Chris you? Chris has got to have a better right. story. I was born in Birmingham, grew okay. up down in Dothan, about an hour away from the Gulf Coast. Okay. Yeah, so really close to the beach. I grew up going down to the beach a lot. Um, anyways, I moved out here in 2010 after I finished grad school in London. Oh. One of my best friends lived out here, and I visited like during spring break one year. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, I got to get the fuck back out here. Yep. So I came as soon as I could. But back to smoking weed, <laughs> my first time, I want to say it was around eighth or ninth grade, probably eighth grade, like 14, 15. Yes, um, that's the trend. Me and one of my buddies, we went to like a smaller private school, but we had a bunch of friends at like the two bigger public schools in yes. our city. Shout out to And so <laughs> they were, yeah, shout out to my boy Samson and my boy Seaburn. Uh, so Amazing. they, they lo locked down. Yeah. The dime bag of pot that we had, yes. lots of seeds and stems, crazy. <laughs> um, funny story though, when they got to my house that night, like we didn't have anything to smoke it with, and somebody was like, "Well, I think you can use like Tampax paper <laughs> or something like that." <laughs> so he went and got like the paper that, like, no. yeah. And so he rolled up a joint in that. Wow. I have two older sisters. Uh, and then we snuck out. I was to like, this. are you using those for yeah, some nosebleeds? No. Or? <laughs> and then we snuck out to this abandoned pink house in our neighborhood and we smoked two Tampax roll joints out there. <laughs> wow. And I did not get high. I was so furious. I was like, this is, this is bunk. I actually didn't get high my first time. Yeah. Either. The next like, morning though, got high as fuck. Like I was like, okay, this is legit. Wait, yeah. did you use oh. a Tampax the next morning as well? No, yeah, the next wait. morning we were like, we grabbed aluminum foil and a water bottle. Yep. Okay. And I was like, guys, why did y'all used your heads we, yeah. like overnight? Literally. Yeah. yeah. So here's a question, because we had shitty weed growing up. <laughs> same. And so like yeah, you totally. know, we got it from the same guy that would buy us a 12 pack of Bud Light and you take it to the river things. Uh, okay. For sure, yeah. What was the weed like in both Kentucky and in St. Louis? Uh like the suburbs of Cincinnati, but kind of like as far out of Cincinnati before it turns into farmland. Okay. Um so northern Kentucky, uh Florence. Yeah, the weed was not good. It was it was pretty trash, actually. Lots of seeds, yeah. lots of stems. When I got to Colorado and I first saw, like, a real bud, I was like, these colors? What is this? Yes. Like? Yeah. At least the people I was buying it from did not have, like, medical stuff and that sort of thing. But when I came to college to see you, um, 
a kid know. in my dorm had a med card, and so that was a game changer. Well, so that's we, still a game changer. <laughs> right. No tax is a fantastic price. Oh, yeah. edibles and a thousand milligrams. And we no. would always get our weed <laughs> from like people who graduated ahead of us too. Like as we got yes. older in high school, okay, when they came back too. from college, like Alabama and Auburn, they always had good weed around there. Right. So we would get wow. We would get that back, but you'd have to pay a price. Like sixty dollars, dude. Eights. Thirty dollar um, grams. Yeah, I'm yes. very envious of these Colorado and California trips in high it's school. So we would have definitely, I would have loved those, but unfortunately, yeah. Not well, happy. then, like a couple of spring breaks, I knew because my sister went to University of Denver, so I visited I, her oh, nice. in high school, and I was like, Colorado is the place for the weed. <laughs> so I knew. Did even, you move here because you loved weed and you wanted to be immersed in yes, the same? Yes, but in college, I got two possession charges. So after I told my parents about these possession charges, they were like, "Just go where it's legal." So I once I graduated, I moved right out to to Boulder. Love I, that advice. Yeah, been here for four four years. One of the questions I had written down: Back in your hometowns, do y'all have any friends that like? got in trouble or like went to jail or like even prison for mm. like trafficking Whoa. cannabis or like anything like that? I don't feel like, I mean, honestly, yeah, marijuana is an issue still in the Southern states. Um, people are going to jail for it all the time. Um, and when we were in college, there was, you know, these small little pops here and there of people, you know, in our friend group and somebody who probably flipped on somebody else. But in small towns like that, you can kind of get a little bit out of that with a little bit of money. Let's say like things would disappear and other things of that nature. Right. Um, but no, not not really. You know, shipping was kind of the biggest concern. And there was always that one guy in college that would have, you know, the boxes mailed to them. So Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like I always, I always kept a distance. Like I had two yeah. or three guys I could call that, I mean, they would get some serious weight in. But I like... I was going over there like, hey, let's smoke a bowl, maybe play a video game real quick, and then I'm out. Oh, you fluffed them before you bought your eight? So, so, mm -hmm. One guy. That's a fluff. That's, that a, that's a heterosexual friend fluff. You <laughs> go in there, you play a game, you smoke his own supplies, yeah. and then you hope for a fat eighth for that price. That's yeah. what you, you fluff. One, one guy made you kind of. So I was, you know. Yeah, that he does was like, suck. Look at the yeah, he was like, Ugh. I packed a bowl. You want to sit? The and worst. sometimes I was the like, talker? dude. Those yeah. are the worst. Yeah. The talker was a bad one, too. <laughs> That's why I had a couple like guys. An hour and a yeah. half later, you're like, oh my God. But then, this like, so. Toy set. So whenever, whenever there would be like kind of, I guess most of our supplies probably came in via Atlanta. So whenever there was a major bust up there, yeah, it could go dry for several weeks, right? But per, like I didn't know anybody at that level, so I don't know anybody who's like definitely facing serious time or anything like that. Yeah, it is very strange that our country um, does have that dichotomy of like. Some people are facing serious time in the world, and some, some people, people are making are just... billions of dollars. Exactly. Off of it. And now, time for a quick commercial break. C4 Health Labs offers CBD products formulated for therapeutic effect, made only with organic farming practices and extraction. They're dedicated to promoting positive health and focused on purity and transparency. I'm a big fan of their infused lip balm, and SK likes their citrus full spectrum CBD oil. Use code MCARTERGETSHIGH for 15% off at c4healthlabs.com. Certain exclusions may apply. Being in the hot take, being in the food industry, well, I used to be a music journalist for 303 Magazine when I first moved to Boulder before I got into the cannabis industry. 
And I realized how much drinking was an influential aspect of that industry. So I wanted to ask you guys the same thing about um, working in the food and beverage scene that you do in Denver. And have you ever considered being going Cali sober, giving up alcohol since we have these, you know. So like, I feel like if I could wake up, like I can drink a little bit of it and not, you know, catch a fade or anything mm-hmm. like that. And so it's a nice thing that you can sip on after a long day of work or while you cook. Mm-hmm. And while you can do that with a joint or even with an edible and enjoy that high, um, those things can also be accessories, you know, or one can play well with the other. Yeah. And so it's not always a, a let's catch a like, we're going to get drunk or black out, but it's that mm-hmm. after the hike beer or, oh, let's ride right. the bike up to the brewery and have a beer. So it's still an active community in Denver. Um, but no, and no way. I do breaks like we'll not drink on certain like weekdays when we're a little bit more just like docile and we don't have shit going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if we're out doing things, I don't mind having a cocktail. But yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think it's all about really maintaining a balance. Totally. Um, Tell and us more. That's the word. And I mean, I guess though, like I would have to say since the pandemic started, my drinking habits definitely like increased a little bit. Totally. Just, I mean, from countless factors, we all know. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, for for most part, like I think when I first moved out here and I did get like a, I got a DWAI. Like, That's what I got. Okay. Yeah. Wait, driving, what's the difference? Driving between, while ability impaired. So I, Percentage yeah, so or? I just moved here oh. and I blew a 0.06. That happening though, like, cause clearly, I mean, I knew I was okay to drive, but obviously there had probably been other times where I wasn't for sure, especially right. growing up where I did and stuff. Right. Um, but at the same time, that kind of made you really check how your drinking was going on outside. So I think that helped me tone it down a lot. Yeah, um, I agree. And I, I used to like really not drink much during the week and just drink on the weekends. Um, and still not all the times do I get like wasted. Um, but since the pandemic, I would say like, I have a few more cocktails during the week yeah. than I did pre, you know. Because we're all just like, fuck it. Yeah. Okay, so talking about the that driving well, phase me. the cali, I'm the cali sober so. though do you ever take a break from weed no um i try to yeah every every few months i'm like i'm gonna do it and sometimes i'm successful <laughs> um, it's the super bowl let's do what, how, how totally many up. days how many days are we talking successful um i went three months um, oh, okay. last year but it was i in those three months i think i smoked like three times oh that's so it that's was like that's yeah very, i would have thought like, you just in like a week or two yeah yeah that was the longest i've had in years years so um wow but sometimes i'll go I for a week uh-uh. um usually i start every monday with like today is gonna be the beginning <laughs> of a whole thing and then by like 10 30 i'm like Okay, yes, literally. I was going to say, if so, I try to take a tolerance break, it's always that. Yeah. It's like beginning of the day. I'm like, all right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do a couple days, maybe a week. And then literally by like 10 p.m., I'm like, I can't fall asleep. Blah, blah, blah. Like I have no appetite. Yeah. Or like I'm, I'm getting emotional. It's a, See, I but I don't smoke morning in the weed like before work. Yeah, like it's a, I don't either. I it's don't an after work thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. it's oh, like, see, that's nice. Uh, yeah, I wish I could do that. No, it's a... It's like, yeah, it's a all day. Yeah. Mm. Morning, noon, night. I mean, I, I <laughs> on the weekends, I'll get high in the morning, but most days I, I just kind of get up and get to work. And but we usually I start my day a little earlier and I kind of finish a little earlier depending on my flexibility, and my schedule. 
So when people that follow us on social media see that I'm having, you know, a beer and a puff at lunch, it's because I don't have anything to do the rest of the day. It's but like, mm, I don't yeah. start my day. I'm not like, okay, I got to get high and then go do whatever, right. 1A. I it's, see, I see. I, it's more like, let's put on deodorant. You smell terrible. And, <laughs> and, you know, and then, then go, go about our day. Yeah. What's your guys' view on, like, smoking and driving? Like, I mean. I mean, I don't drive too terribly often. I fucking mm. don't like it. I don't do it often. I get... We don't Anxious. live far. Yeah, I I don't like it um, yeah, at okay. all. That's so good. I don't drive very all, well. and I'm usually drinking, and so I kind of have that. <laughs> I'm not going to drive. You're definitely yeah, an alcohol forward. Yeah, I, I'm definitely an alcohol forward because I think that's kind of how I not only met Chris but also started the podcast. Was we were a party podcast, but we love marijuana. Oh but wow! Okay, I love a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't gonna... know what we talk about on this podcast, but I'm not going to incriminate myself. <laughs> <laughs> True. Nobody would ever describe us as sober. I think we do a lot of work. No. <laughs> I mean, in any form or facet. Uh, we love our friends and partners over at the brewery. And, you know, like last yeah. week's episode was Lady, or not Lady Justice, uh, Emporium mm-hmm. Beer. And then before that, we had Denver Beer Co. I mean, nice. we love, and that's one great thing about the Denver scene as well <laughs> is, you know, it's just similar to that same craft of the wine and the marijuana yeah. is that, you know, these are a lot of people showing their, their artistic skill and creating some delicious things that, I mean, there's a huge community not in, in Boulder as well. And totally. the people behind the scenes, you meet yeah. a lot of cool fucking people. Like that's, I'd, I'd say that's mainly like my drive. And with with our hands in these different industries, like cannabis, beverage, and food, mm-hmm. like these people have all had incredible stories. Like shit you wouldn't believe. Totally. Like how they landed there to what all they've done in the past. And so it's really neat. Yeah, the Lady nice. Justice episode especially was like, Awesome. Those Betsy people are fucking awesome. super cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I can't wait to go try their non-alcoholic uh, beers. Okay. Yeah. And so I'm, a friend of mine's in town in Denver, so I'm doing that. Oh, nice. Sure. Yeah. It's so fucking awesome. It's. I mean, I enjoy those girls so much. I see them over in Arvada where they live, like, mm-hmm. and their beers at Spirit Wine Provisions for those. I want to know. Just throwing that out there in Old Town. Yeah. Um, but I see them over there just kind of hanging out, and they're the same like genuine people like in real life as they can come through on the podcast like they're out there supporting local business they're out there hanging out and like giving you a drink when you come through like try our beer like they're I great that. yeah i love those ladies awesome. and so shout out to them, so. yeah lgbt female powered it's love like them. so cool yeah it was so cool to hear yeah that that even exists and uh yeah, hell yeah. And Betsy's a killer on the guitar, so shout out to chicks here. <laughs> yeah. oh. Nice. Um, as far as like the cannabis scene in Denver kind of melding with um, the restaurant scene, like have you seen anything like that where people um, like chefs or restaurateurs are kind of bringing in cannabis to fill the space of alcohol? I think, I think Kip might know a little bit more about this, but I mean – you know, I think the trickiest thing with the cannabis and food is what? number one, like the levels. Mm. And then number two, like the reaction time. So, I mean, like right. science on reaction time has gotten pretty damn good. Yeah. But at the same time, like, you know, I, I mean, there's a lot to consider because like number one, if you're melding the two together, are you coming in for a way to get high, like as an experience, or are you coming to like maybe taste a little bit of cannabis and you know like yeah well, I, I don't understand infused. there's a lot of just hemp CBD infused right. foods now too that I'm seeing I've been to events that just have oh this is THC infused and this is CBD infused so are y'all CBD or other cannabinoid users as well 
it's a precarious situation because the alcohol laws and marijuana laws, it's a, there's a direct so, conflict yeah. in how they're not supposed to be taken together. Right. Like, because of the gag reflex, we've had people talk about the medicinal side of it on our podcast, and I can't remember the specifics, but it doesn't play. And so the science uh-huh. says that it's not safe. So they're not going to let you do the infused kind of situation. Okay. You what can you're only have want... one or the other. Yeah, so that's what's going to happen. There's just so many different factors that have to get teased out. So there are states ahead of us, but what Colorado has done well is they they think before they step. Mm-hmm. And so you see California's, you know, they kind of rushed to judgment in some of the instances. And now the government's having to bail out the non-black market industry oh, because yeah. it's so overwhelmed and they're not doing anything to correct the issue. So I think Colorado is a little bit more methodical in their actions, but at the same time, everyone kind of looks at us as the model, so let's not fuck that up. Totally, right. yeah. and I think, yeah. What were one, you going to say? One thing on that, though, is like I don't think, I bet if something really does pass or something, you know, with on-site consumption, things like that, I don't think you'll ever be able to operate two licenses. Like, it's either it's an alcohol one, license yeah, right. or the other. Because even if you think in in foreign countries, like, say... But what if you have two different companies that each have a license and come together? To I don't make, think you could have one. Zoning. I think what he's... Like, you're going to have to be a weed spot or okay. a wine bar. Because, like, even, be even if you go over in yeah, Europe and, like, go in coffee shops, like, sushi? there's no alcohol. Right, you're right. You know, yeah. you're only consuming weed. Love, you can get coffee and Amsterdam. stuff. See, but wouldn't it suck to, like, if you wanted to get high and eat sushi, but, look, the demand's not overly, like, crazy. It's like, not there. You, know, you can't have you just 10 have of to, them. You yeah. only have two. Yeah. And then it's overwhelmed with stoners that want to eat there. Like, so you can't create a market because of that division. So they're, like, we're just, we just want a happy medium. So <laughs> great. So right. question, who regulates the CBD? So, like, that's my big question. Right. Is okay. I think a lot of it's probably so a hunk of shit. The FDA is like working on a processing thing. So, sounds like the COVID vaccine. Right now, it's been approved, <laughs> and you have to have below 0.03% THC. Right. So, but they're working on some type of system. Like, right now, you just have to like submit all these like certificates of analysis. But okay. that basically, they're still like, bunk companies doing bunk shit. You They're know? everywhere. And I tell yeah. people back home, I was like, don't buy any of that shit. Yeah, because that's Just what's popping up all over the South. Oh, yeah. Our CBD companies. Yeah. yeah, you have to be really careful. Like, you have to look up people's certificate of analysis and being like, what pesticides do you use? What nutrients are you using? How are you, like, drying these plants? Like, how are you processing the hemp and the CBD? Like, what type of extraction are you using? Like, there's so many questions. Yeah, I we sometimes We don't even ask those at... questions when we have a podcast. <laughs> we literally had our sponsor on the podcast. Oh. We didn't ask him any of those questions. I feel Come like on, it's man. The I mean, we let him bit. talk for like 48 minutes. I'm sure he well, said everything he I just gave to say. you the four main big questions next time. I got it. Okay. Chris, <laughs> Chris's mind is like a That's sponge. what I like to ask people, like the real shit. Like Get in there. Nutrients. Yeah. But I feel like, I, I mean, I got, okay. I what type of soil? So soil. that with your, do you get, did you start learning more about that when you got your med card? Like, does that give you that? I just learned that, like, from working in uh, the industry. See, I just smoke weed. Yeah. Yeah, see, we're just, the, yeah, yeah. we're just the same, like, Joe Job guys that, like, everybody else. Why do you get high? I like how I feel and it makes the mundane tasks fun. Like I enjoy being high to do laundry. I would love to say that I could be high and go do conference calls all the time, but I don't want to subject my business to thinking that I'm high all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, But I like being high. You know, people are like, oh, well, 
life's great sober. I'm like, I'm sure it may be, but this is a life <laughs> enhancer. It's the same way people have yes. coffee or Diet Coke or fast food. I enjoy cannabis in that same capacity. It makes me feel good. I love that. I think, yeah, I mean, I think really the reason I still smoke today is probably just from when I started back in the day with some of my friends, like just how we would get together and smoke weed, chit chat, maybe about something, maybe about nothing. Yeah. But that's all kind of the fun part of smoking weed in the community. I mean, granted, we all smoke by ourselves. It's not like you remember back in the day when you first like smoked weed by yourself where you're like, did y'all use the coke can? Oh my God, no. I was like, am I addicted? Am I like a crackhead because I'm smoking by myself and now I'm like, that's a daily fucking thing. (laughs) Yeah. But but there are sometimes I think like where there's sometimes like where I enjoy like I got high today. That was like a really good high and that felt really good to me. And there's some days where I'm like, uh, it doesn't hit that yeah. well. Yeah. Oh, man. Sometimes, yeah. like, anxiety will build up, and I'm like, fuck, this just amplified my Sunday scaries. And then you yeah. have to go find a different weed. Well, that's and so why not strain, everybody has that That's why strains yeah. matter so much, and it's so sad to think that people who really need this medicine. Yeah, do your research and interpret profiles for sure. After working in a dispensary, I can say most people who don't know um, or, like, don't smoke very often will come in and think that they want a sativa. And they'll just be like, I want the one that like makes me active. And oh, no. then, yeah, and then they then have a really about bad that time. Ni- that and... girl in ninth grade that broke their heart and you're like sweating in the hands as you go to pick up a sandwich. Yeah. I, I, I feel like, Oddly specific, I know. Like, but, but I think- Welcome to 2014 <laughs> where you're just shooting from the hip when you go in there. So here's a question. If I didn't know you were a former bud tender, but now that we have you. Mm. Um, <laughs> So what is the ratio, Torsten? Yeah, my store, the store that I worked in was in Boulder, and it was um, more of a tourist-like facing store. So I think we got a little more share of that than other ones. No. It was probably about 50-50. Really? Um, And we got... We, yeah. I mean, because you're yeah. in a college community, Same. so you're obviously going to see different ideas. They were like right IDs. off of Pearl Street. Yeah, we're, uh, yeah, yeah so one block getting, off Pearl, so it was every a Everybody's parents who pays for their kids are going to yeah. come visit you I feel too. like location is a huge thing, like for dispensaries. Yeah, so, so that, like, yeah, if you ask somebody that's in just like some random one in Wash Park. Um, okay, so before we go, I don't know how long we've run yeah. for. Oh, yeah, we should probably wrap up. No, I don't know how long it's been. But we have two questions we like to ask all of our oh my guests God. on our podcast. Amazing. And so, you know, some of our listeners may have tuned in to talk about or hear about cannabis. We ask the same two every week, and they're sponsored by the Seed and Smith Dart. Of course uh, they are. You go they, pay that dart. That. they pay for that exact verbiage. That um, dart. You go number one, I'll do the... You'll go number two? Yeah. All right, I'm going to go number one on y'all real quick. Okay. Um, stoned up a tea question of the week. Mm. Let's say you had a big night. You were just like out gallivanting, smoking pot, and doing cartwheels. You get home late at night. What's that guilty pleasure late night snack you love when you curl up on the couch or before you climb in bed that you have to have and you are it's always in the fridge or pantry? Long story short, it is these like pre-made, well, I make the batter for these oatmeal chocolate chip cookies, but then I freeze them in pre-little balls. So then I put it in my toaster oven for 12 minutes and I have a perfectly warm, home, fresh baked oatmeal chocolate chip well cookies. done she's oh, made me one of them they are God. truly delicious and like, that's like you just keep a bag of balls in the freezer yep i, I can show you right like after it right open uh, yeah i'm gonna balls. need a picture because when i promote this episode i'm gonna be like y'all yes. check out mccarter's bag of balls <laughs> <laughs>
Stoned appetite balls. Yeah. yeah. I love it. That's a great answer. Um, yeah. Nice. Thanks. Nice. Um, I'm like a fan of I need a sweet and a savory. Um, nice. So I, I do like a quesadilla with a little uh, a sour. Dilla? Yeah. Dill. Oh, my God. Comfort food is. Uh, what do you fill your dilla with? Um, I just do cheese just on the. Just shredded big bag? Mm-hmm. Shredded big bag. Yeah. Four, four cheese. Wait, but yeah. how do you make it? How do you prepare the dilla? Um, on the stovetop. On That's a, on a pan. Ambitious. And essential. How do you make it sweet? Piece. Um, sweet. You well, said then, you like it sweet and oh, savory. and then on the on the side, I'll have a uh, an ice cream little uh little Sunday thing. So I, it's like you need so one in each. Two hand. different like, dishes. Two You're different telling things. me you get high and make an ice cream sundae. That's a lot of time. That um, is like twenty eight minutes after. No, she cooking. said a pre packaged. Yeah, one of those uh, ones. The like, uh, like the, what's like, the like yeah, like drink, good. Uh, I don't even know yeah. the brand. I no, I know what you're the, talking about. I was thinking about. of the yeah. drumstick. The drumstick. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. drumstick. A, case, a quesadilla on a stovetop, that can take like six minutes No, max. no, no. I thought she was yeah. making a fucking sundae. Oh, like, oh I thought gosh, she was doing like a, a glass cup with multiple Sometimes scoops and stuff. I'll I was like, that's like, messy before an, bed. But getting an ice cream a gas uh, sandwich, like a... Um, oh, cookie sandwich. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes that. I'll make two cookies and then throw a little. Oh, that's good. I love. But, but I'm just worried about the gas stove. Oh, issue. we have um one of those like flat. Um, oh, the flat. See, those ones. things yeah, those are the are, those things are worse because the, the gas. gas. You know they're uh, yeah, I hate the it. Gas, yeah. You fucking know it's right. Dude, it's a you plane. put a plastic oh bag God. on it because it's like basically another surface. You put a plastic bag on one that someone just cooked on. It just melts and then you just have like plastic melted. Oh yeah, like to go came in. That's classic. Tailgate nightmares. That's like. Every weekend at our house, so someone's got to like go in and scrape it all. Oh off, my god, know? what a nightmare! All right, it's yeah. next are, question. But, and then a little uh, sour cream and hot sauce. Yeah, sour cream and hot sauce for the quesadilla. I want that right now. So this yeah. question is a little bit More, harder. Think about hitting. it. Think yeah. about it. Okay. All right. So here I it know is. y'all smoke sativas today, but think. About we call this question the Last Supper. Oh god. All right. So it's the Last Supper or your last night out. Let's say that. Um, you can have three guests. They can be dead or alive, but they can't be your friends or family. Who are you having? We'll start with USK. Who are you having? What are y'all doing? What are you eating? Mm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so I think, hmm, I would invite Brene Brown because I fucking love her. Brown, um, hmm, really want to say like, Abraham Lincoln. Okay. Just like we get a yeah. lot of presidents. I yeah. like it. Yeah, I you know I love everyone wants to meet so. a president. It's you know it's like it. he ended slavery. Um, you know in the <laughs> the way it was then. Um, yeah, and then I'd probably bring Terry Gross. Um, the, Ooh, okay, NPR. Yeah, and yeah. get her like really asking the good questions because I feel wow. like you need someone. So Abe would probably be like kind of the center, and then we'd have Brene. On the side, kind of like this is like an all star haircut. It's <laughs> like, let me talk to the manager, every single one of them. <laughs> oh my gosh, totally. I, I, I've never seen a picture of Terry Gross actually. Uh, Do you got one? Yeah, I just, she's I, great I on radio. Oh, yeah, she is. Her quesadilla was cold. <laughs> oh my god, okay, she is uh, an icon though. So yeah, 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 let living us iconic. Sure. I don't know who anybody is, so I have to have the internet amazing. for this section. Otherwise, I always <laughs> fail in the last. All right, so what are we doing? You have a killer crew. What, yeah. are, we, what are we gonna do? So I think it'd be like kind of a just conversation. We're smoking hella weed. Probably start the night with like something a little bouncy, some like ISS, um, Island Sweet Skunk, um, <laughs> and Abe's gonna get high as fuck, and then. 
How do you um, think he talks? Do you think he's like slow and methodical? Or do you think he's like a... Oh, I don't know. He like talks like a car salesman like Kip or like, what do you think it is? Like, do you think he's like... <laughs> I think he's hey, very how's slow. It going? No, I think he's very slow and, and deliberate. Yes, and deliberate. Especially when he's high. So, yeah. yeah. It would be a slow evening. We need Terry to really like... It would be pull really it slow. I like to think of but, it as like the Key and Peel skit when they're making fun of Barry O smoking pot and he talked like... Eh. I, th- I like to think that <laughs> they would... That's the point. <laughs> Key and Peel when they did the Barrio skits. That was great. That's, yeah. I know that's what I think of for every like old president because he's just like, it's all rich like this. <laughs> it's it's just amazing. so great. It's so yeah. If he had a really like high pitched voice, <laughs> yeah. it's like four score. It's like ooh. Like, damn. Cut him off. Cut him off. Yeah. What if Good Teddy Roosevelt, the guy that wrote Buffalo, was <laughs> like, hey guys, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> Rough riding. Yeah. Okay, so y'all are just gonna be smoking hell a ton of weed and chit chat. That's what I like yeah. to do. Yeah. We um and eating tacos. I eating tacos. tacos. Yeah. Heard. Yeah. So you're gonna be having tacos at your party. Yeah. But. A lot of queso. I could live off white of, queso, um, chips and queso. Yeah. Okay. Hell and yeah. I would want to bring probably Jesus H Christ mm. into the nice. situation. We've had a couple of those. Yeah. I feel like you have to. I would be like, bro, tell me what's up. Um, and then another one I would say probably like I want to say like Bob Marley. Mm. Okay. Like an OG. Um, and then. Maybe like Elvis Presley or something. Ooh. Digging up a lot of people from we You'd be yeah. like, Jesus, why'd you take him from us? So <laughs> yes. <laughs> It'd be a really interesting conversation. We'd, I'd all just be joints passing around, everyone getting blazed. What yeah. would you be smoking? Eating queso. Um, Eating queso. You'd need some mayo and peanut butter sandwich or banana, banana sandwiches there <laughs> for the king. Oh, that's all he Fluffer wanted? Fluffer nutters. And no, he loved called. apparently banana. mayo. Oh, fuck, I, I didn't I know. banana and peanut butter. I'm sorry, no. is this Jesus? Who are we talking about? No, Elvis. Elvis. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, banana. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a known fact that Jesus loved bananas and mayonnaise. <laughs> yeah. And mayonnaise. It's in the Bible, actually. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, <laughs> Romans 4, um, 74. So, yeah, those are my three people eating queso, probably taking dabs and joints. Um, um, talking about life and if life, ex- if we exist or not. Thank you all so much for Dude, thank you. That was our last question. Yeah. We're gonna let's wrap this up. Thank you all for listening to <laughs> High Minded with McCarter and SK. Woo, and you. big shout out to our boys at Stoned Appetite. Follow them on Instagram. Check out their podcast as well. Stoned Appetite. Yeah. Food, cannabis, booze, live music. That's kind of our four things that uh yeah. we kind of do with our free time. We, we love like those talk, things dearly. And we talk to guests from those industries. So especially in Amazing. the Colorado, but obviously people from all over. So thanks again for having Fuck us, guys. Yeah, yeah this I is love fun. you guys. Until next time. Until next time. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of High Minded with McCarter and SK. Big thanks to C4 Health Labs, um, our sponsor for today's episode. If you enjoyed what you listened to, please be sure to give us a five-star review and find us on Instagram at High Minded Pod. And stay high.